Hello and welcome to the Post Up Podcast. This is Cyrus Rogers. I'm here with Kaunda Chama, the man that the Lakers love to have on their side. He is one of the greatest Lakers supporters to come out of Zambia. Kaunda, how are you? Zambia, the world, son. I'm fine. <laughs> I am Let Zambia Laker, have its moment in the sun. I think um, you can just call me the Laker. Okay, the Laker. Nice. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what else to say to that. It's like, yeah, the Laker. I mean, does that make me the warrior? The NBA? I don't know. But anyway. You are the ultimate um, warrior. Yeah, that that might not be true. But I do like the Warriors <laughs> and I do love the NBA. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are starting things off with giving you our social media handles at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, and at Post Up Zone on Facebook. For all things NBA from an African perspective, you've tuned into the Post Up Podcast. This week, we're going to take a little bit of a different track in terms of how we look at things because we always look at the top of the standings, see what's happening there. Well, today, Calendar, you know that we we are talking about the race to the bottom, the tankathon, the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes entrance. These are the guys <laughs> who have been putting in some of the worst performances the league has seen this season. Uh, sound like fun? Yes, uh, as we take a well-deserved journey to Tankville. Um, look, I think some teams, it looks like it's deliberate. Others, it's just the way they're assembled, Cyrus. There's nothing you can do. There's an expression I wanted to use, but this is a uh, family show. A family show. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah. speaking of family shows, let me say this. Um, there is a very important song in NBA terms. If you grew up in the 90s, you knew about that's just the way it is. Because, uh, you know, it was one of the greatest songs used with the NBA. And, and for some of these teams, that is just the way it is. They are terrible. So, Carl, maybe we should start with the teams that are sort of bottom of the um, bottom of the east and bottom of, of the west. And then we should also talk about the teams we expected to be there um, because this season's been really surprising. Yep. Uh, Cyrus, so should we start uh, in the east because the sun rises in the east? I mean, we can, and we'll leave Bruce Hornsby and the range out of this. This is the way, that was the way it was. Now, let's talk about <laughs> what's happening in the east counter. Um Yes, um, it's, it's really interesting. I mean, the bottom the bottom three teams, right? Um, yep. As we record this, as we, we always record, have to yeah. put that as yeah. So you've got the Detroit Pistons, the Orlando Magic, and the Charlotte Hornets. They are the bottom three teams. Now, what's intriguing yeah. about them is that they are the worst teams in the East by some mile. I mean, the the Magic and the Detroit Pistons, yeah, they they are leading the lowlights here. Yeah, but Cyrus, if you look at it, uh, I think the bottom two. Is it's an expected thing. I, I, I you know, the the way the Detroit Pistons are at the moment, and I mean, look, so they've got Cade Cunningham and and uh, Jaden Ivey. Uh, I mean, you know, the the the, the youngsters they have. The one of your favorites is Isaiah Stewart. You know, him and LeBron James yeah, really, really absolutely. love um, love each other so much. Um, but outside of that, you know, they've they've had lottery picks for a while now. Um, I mean, you have to look at how the, the, the Pistons have been, shall we say, retooling, um, even though they've got like um, the Bogdanovich, who is actually really on court at the moment in uh, Boyan. Yep. He's really more an outlier because um, they're a team with young players like Killian Hayes, who they drafted quite highly. Um, we spoke about... Don't, don't they about, even have uh, Andre Drummond there? 
No, 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 no. Oh, did no, he leave? No, uh, Andre, no. Andre oh. left. Why, why am I oh, thinking yes. he's there? Um, because he was there for a long time. He was he was the Detroit Pistons. But they've got Hamadou okay. Diallo, who is one of yes, our African youngsters. They've got so, Kevin Knox, who you know was one of those young guys who was you know didn't really do too well in New York. Marvin Bagley the yeah. third, he's there. Um, um, uh, Sadiq Bay, another youngster. So when you look at it, there's a lot of guys in their sort of early, like late teens to early twenties, tw- uh, and then a couple of of guys in their thirties, like Rodney Magruder, uh, Corey Joseph, and then Boyan Bogdanovich, as we mentioned, he's 33, the eldest statesman of this team. Um, not to forget mm-hmm. Alec Burks, who's 31. Um, oh, Nerlens Noel, he's the other one on the roster. But this this uh, this N- Pistons team really isn't meant to do much. Yeah, like like I said, if you look at the way they they they're put together, it's 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 a it's a team made of NBA players, not NBA stars, right? So yeah, and 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 not yet. Any of those, most of those guys at that franchise would sit on the bench of any great NBA team, right? There wouldn't be even yeah, the stars. I'd name, say Bojan, maybe, maybe. Name me a, a, a guy on that team that would start. Uh, at the Bucks, at the Warriors, Boyan Bogdanovich, Celtics, Boyan Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, right? Like, yeah, he, he's probably the I only mean, one. That, that, that's it. Cade would be probably leading the second unit or something, right? Yeah, yeah, and so, I mean, so he, he, he is where he's supposed to be, right? I mean, as your yeah. sort of second year um, player in on the team. Not so, to mention, so you forgot about the other way. rookie, Jalen Duran. I mean, he's he's also pretty good. It's also pretty good, but if you if you look at the whole composition of that squad, it, mm. it's sort of made to sit slap bang at the bottom of the East, if you will, because they they just don't have enough in the tank. They just don't have enough talent on that squad or enough developed talent. Let me not just say talent per se, mm. because you know the, 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 some of these youngsters still have to grow into themselves and get yeah. used to the whole NBA. The majority so, of them, it, yeah, the majority of them. So they they don't really have that much. Uh, develop talent to 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 make them highly competitive, especially now that the Eastern Province, I mean, the Eastern Conference is not the Eastern Conference anymore. So yeah. it's competitive on each side, Cyrus. So I mean, when I look at the Detroit Pistons, I think they, in particular, uh, are where they 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 belong. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I think the th- key thing in this is we're looking at them and we're saying. Who are you really? And they've showed us who they are. They're a team who are young, team who are developing, and a team who are leading the race to the bottom. Because right now, in NBA terms, they have five wins this season, Counter, 18 losses. I mean, they are doing the business. But they are one of three, of three teams with only five wins so far this campaign. Um, and the next one being the Orlando Magic, who I think fall into exactly the same category. The Orlando Magic, Cyrus... Yeah, I was about to say that because, I mean, we spoke about them, I think, even at the beginning of the season and we just looked at who they were and how they look and so many young people there. And you just think to yourself, yeah, it's not Shaq's magic. It's not Penny Hathaway's magic, you know. Or even Dwight Howard's magic. magic. Not even Dwight Howard's magic. Uh, But, you know, this is a different magic. It's made of... Again, once again, a lot of promising youngsters there. We, we we've got a uh, we've got the likes of Mo Bamba and um, and, and Ball Ball, there, African brothers. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. we call them brothers, although they're like decades younger than us, right? Should we we call have them younger African brothers. 
I doubt you have a brother that's 10 years younger than you, Cyrus. I, I think well, we should just call them I'll an African have to talk son. to somebody about that. I get you. I get you. You know, uh, so, but if you look at, you, you know, the, 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 the Orlando Magic, you know, even the names that stick out, Cole Anthony, youngster, uh, you know, your, uh, Franz Wagner, youngster, um, you know, Bobo, as we mentioned, even, it, 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 you know, the, the, those are still kids. I, mean, I know Michael Fultz is there. He's sort of like a growing mm. youngster, but had, has had his on-court and off-court challenges. Um, and when I say off-court, I mean like just, you know, just injury or what have you. Injuries yeah. as well as, you know, being in, in, a, in maybe a difficult place confidence-wise and that yeah. kind of stuff. So, um, Cyrus, you I mean, you look at and you're right. I mean, in their 20s, Cole Anthony, 22, yeah. uh, Markel Fultz, 24. Um, yeah. and, and I think this is the key thing because when you look at it, the oldest player on the roster right now is none other than Gary Harris. Okay, I lie, it's Terrence Ross, 31 years old. But Gary Harris yeah. is, is up there at 28. So you've got those two guys as being the sort of early 30s to late 20s and everyone else is just sort of as they say middling 25 and under uh jonathan yeah. isaac who hasn't played um due to to injury and 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 assorted ailments um you've got uh, uh kevin harris um also should be said kevon because he's k-e-v-o-n what a name love it uh only legends are named kevon um mo like looney <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was where I was going. Mo Wagner, brother of Franz Wagner. He's on this roster mm -hmm. at 25. Uh, Admiral Schofield, one of the most incredibly named players in the entire NBA. He's 25. Only two years. Uh, this is his third season in the league. So very young, very inexperienced team. Um, but a lot of talent on this roster too. Because as we mentioned, you've got the likes of Jalen Suggs. Um, we're we're going to get to the big name on this. But even as the, the they've been calling him Chuma Okiki, Although we all know it's okay, okay, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> Ball Ball, uh, RJ Hampton. These guys are really, really talented. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. You look at those guys and you're like, okay, this Magic team, if they all grow together at the same pace, could be something really special. Especially with Paolo Banquero leading the way. As a 20-year-old rookie, He's just been sensational. And um, one of the key things for me about the Magic, especially when you look at the, the, the team stats, Paolo leads mm -hmm. the team in points per game right now. He's just started playing this season, and he's already the one that they, they, they've known from the time they drafted him. This was the, the guy that they expected to be their leader um, on, on court, and he's doing it. Cyrus, as he should. You saw that. I mean, you, you, you were watching a, a whole number of preseason games with me, Cyrus. I mean, you saw mm. what that kid can do. That you know, I was watching him the other day when um, the, the 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 Magic were playing the Nets, and yeah. and, and they were in Brooklyn, I think. Yeah, and yeah. then um, he's a man-sized rookie. If you understand where I'm trying to go with Six this, right? ten, brother. Six he, foot ten. And it's just not even the height, Cyrus. It is the he's body big. on that youngster. He's You're like, big, yeah. oh my word, I saw him dueling with the best of them. God, yeah. He's not yeah. even scared of KD. I'm like, this guy's backing KD. They're I'm the like, same height. They're the I'm same like, height. And, and, but, and he's, Look, he's got weight on him. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, yeah. It's kind of like when uh, Iverson talks about the first time he stepped on the court with Jordan. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, that's Michael Jordan. I'm sure even to Paolo, it's like, that's Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Two-time champion Kevin Durant. You know, and one of the, be the best scorer, arguably, in the NBA right now. But I'm going to take him on. 
and Paolo yeah. can score from everywhere. Cyrus, so I was like, this youngster is going to be something. He's going to be something. He's growing and he's going to be something. And do you know what excites me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot the, 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 that Gary Harris is there. Gary obviously had his struggles in Utah when he played uh, alongside um, – no, no, sorry, not, not in Utah. In, in Denver. Denver when he played uh, alongside uh, 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 Jamal, Jamal Murray. So, and then I've seen him going to Orlando – Maybe less, you know, focus on him. He seems to be. He seems to be coming out a different player, a more improved player. Now, if I start looking at the fact that you're going to have Gary Harris on the on the floor at the same time, because he's a well sized guard, he's not a small guard. You know, he's quite a big guard playing alongside Paolo, and then you got other pieces around them. And if Bobo starts playing more the way that he played in that game, that recent game against the the Nets. Cyrus, um, we might not be considering the Orlando Magic the way we consider them now uh, for too long. Uh, yeah, they're just going to exactly. get something right there. Exactly. They're just going to so, get something right there. But let's, let's, let's also, I think we, we've got to maintain and mention that this race to the bottom really is a race to the bottom. So, yes, these teams are struggling because they're young, struggling because they, they're trying to find their identities, guys are developing. Um, they also have the opportunity to potentially bring another incredible talent into their uh, ranks in Victor Wimbanyama. This is what this is, uh, seems to, to, to be about. Now, obviously, everyone's saying, yes, it can't all be about Victor. There's Scoot Henderson. He's playing in the G League at the G League Ignite team. Um, and he should, ne- he should not be discounted. And I'm sure all of this, the, 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 the teams are looking at him saying, yeah, Scoot is fantastic, but Victor is mm-hmm. the one, right? He's the one who has got all of this skill set, this, the size that he, that he plays at, defensive prowess, the ability to, to pretty much, I mean, his handles are ridiculous. He's shooting from anywhere on the court. He's just a great, finisher he is an, a generational talent though Orlando Magic fans and a few other NBA uh, folks will tell you but Ball Ball can do the same thing and we're like I he mean did, he did you the know? same thing the other day I, I didn't know he had those handles on him Cyrus I, I, I mm. didn't know he was so smooth from three I mean I know about his soft touch around the hoop you know that I think that comes from his no, dad bo- bo- really boy's been shooting thing. But I'm like, boy's been shooting oh. and so, Cyrus, this is the, the weirdness of it because mm-hmm. A lot of the hype around Victor Wimbanyama, there was a little bit of this, not the, to the same level with Ball when he was in college and people were watching him. But the reality yeah. is he wasn't allowed to do all of these things in college because it's a team game. you got to work with what the coach wants you to do and you got to mm-hmm. excel at specific stuff. Yeah. Victor has been able to be who he wants to be, to play whatever game he wants to play to best suit his talents in order for his team to win. And I think that's where we've got a bit of a, a, a differentiator because Ball can do a lot of what Victor does. There are similar heights. I think Victor is 7'4", uh, and Ball, yeah. I think, is 7'1". Um, but I, I stand to be corrected on that. But but the thing, when, when you look at these guys, is that Ball Ball hasn't been asked to do this regularly and that's really the key he's seven two ball by the way um yep so it must be said the the orlando magic are definitely in this race can you imagine another tall tree in victor Wembanyama ends up in Orlando, and they literally just have this team of bigs where you've got like a 7-4 <laughs> Victor Wembanyama next to um, a Jonathan Isaac, or I mean, at that point, maybe Mo Bamba might be out of there, but Jonathan Isaac is 6'10", uh, Paolo uh-huh. Bencaro at 6'10", um, you've got, <laughs> you got Franz Wagner at 6'10", 
And then you get into the guard ranks and you're like, okay, Jalen Suggs, you're 6'5", which is pretty big for a guard. Um, yep. and, and then you'd be like, okay, Markel Fultz, you just have to be the outlier here if we're choosing somebody. And he's at 6'4". So, so it's not like Cyrus, we're all, all tiny. In my, in my, in my mind, I, I, I was like Gary Harris, Suggs, uh, and then you've got uh, Mo Bamba, then you've got Paolo Banquero, and you add a Victor Wembanyama, Cyrus. Yeah. Hello, problems. Because that's the kind of team that they've got at the Bucks where you've got these tall trees and then you've mm -hmm. got like who, who've got handles and things. And then you, you've got like pretty big guards as well that, that, that bring up the ball, right? Yeah. And then, you know, you, you've got like the way you, the, the Bucks have got a Yanis, you have a Victor who can bring up mm -hmm. the ball and a Paolo Banquero who is a big guy that, bring yeah. up, that can bring up the ball. So you've got point forwards as well the as point potential. guards. The potential Cyrus. is unbelievable. Shooting from it, outside, it, it, defense ooh. from inside. Yeah, I don't even want to think about it right now. But it's, that would be a problem. <laughs> that it would, would but I would, it, it would be a beautiful problem, though, sir. Exactly. Exactly. Problem. But 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 we're getting ahead of ourselves. We, I mean, you know, this is the kind of world that people are expecting might happen in Orlando. <laughs> the third team out out east is the Charlotte Hornets, and the Charlotte Hornets probably need a Victor Wembanyama more than any other team in the NBA right now. Like. They need a win in terms of, you know, a really superstar talent that can go next to their other young star in LaMelo Ball. And Victor could be that guy. Um, he could be a yeah. great foil for somebody like LaMelo. So let's look at, at, at uh, Charlotte right now. I mean, they've been horrible, but they've been horrible for a while, Kay. And I think the worst part about where they are now is that they've changed coach. They want to be better than they are. They've touched the play off, play in places in recent years, the play in places in recent years, and it's just not gotten any better. So is this just bad coaching, just bad players, just bad? I mean, what's the story? You know, I think it's a pity that they've got the best player in the world on their team, but he can't play. I mean, when you say on their team, you mean owns their team. Yes, yes. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the saddest part about this team, Cyrus. I don't even they know if it's that have sad. Michael Jeffrey Jordan on their team, but he's, you know, in his he's uh, not on their retirement team. years. He's not on their team. But, but to be a, a little bit more serious, Cyrus, look. You know, they've got talent, but not enough. I mean, I mean, if you look at the fact that they've got Lamelo Ball, who is arguably one of the best guards in the league right now, he's right there rising mm. to try and reach the likes of Steph, Kyrie, uh, and them, right? Yeah. And Damian Lillard, and they are the great guards. I mean, I mean, right now, he's way behind those guys. But yeah, no, but, he's, but, but he's, he's got the potential. He's, he's got, got the, the potential, potential to, to be there. Yeah. To, to reach there. Uh, I mean, of all the Ball brothers, I think I give him, uh, you know, number one spot. Yeah. Uh, but look, Cyrus, um, they've got Terry Rosier, they've got, uh, Lord, Cyrus, it, it, they, they, they just don't have enough there. And I, I don't know if this is a front office problem in terms of drafts and trades. And, you know, it's, it's definitely Jordan a front was office a, problem. Michael Jordan was the greatest player we ever saw touch that, uh, you know, hardwood. But remember when he was part owner of the Wizards, the Kwame Brown debacles and everything? Maybe this oh, is dude. something that follows Michael Jordan. Maybe he's a better player or was, well, he's a better player than he is an owner stroke. You know, the owner shouldn't. 
the owner should be getting behind his guys and saying, I'll back you. And I think he's mm. done that. But I don't think Jordan's a kind of owner, team owner, who will look around and say, okay, these are the guys I want and go get them uh, regardless. I think they've just made some really bad calls over the years, um, monumentally bad. And and the thing is, you know, they've they've written those calls basically all the way through to, to where they are right now. I mean, Gordon Hayward in particular, yeah. who we both like as a player. Um, yeah. He's 32. He's been in the league. F- this is his 13th season. Um, he just can never stay healthy. And and this is one of the guys you're you're hoping can push this team forward. The likes of Kelly Oubre Jr., he's on this team. He's 26 still, so that's relatively young. But he's not n- going to suddenly have this leap into some other type of player. You mentioned Terry Rozier. Yeah. He's 28. So this isn't a young team. If anything, it's a team of of mid-level experienced guys like Mason Plumlee yeah. at, 20, at 32, um, PJ Washington at 24, um, you know, Cody Martin at 27, Dennis Smith Jr. Thankfully, it's great to see him having a bit of a resurgence. But then you're looking at these guys and you say, okay, so, so but that's it. That's all that you've got, really. And and I think that's the problem is that they've just constructed poor teams and they yep. haven't been able to give Lomelo Ball the type of players that he needs around him. Yes, James Booknight is there and, and we like him, but he hasn't yep. necessarily delivered. Um, you know, Lomelo was 6'7 at the guard spot. So we, we need but- to see more. Cyrus, but you, you and I always talk about this. If you're going to contend, you have to have a minimum of two superstars in your franchise, right? A minimum of Generally, two Generally, yeah. yeah. You, you, you need a Clay and Steph. You need a, a LeBron and Kyrie. You need a Kyrie yeah. and KD. You understand what I mean? You need a Chris Middleton and a Yanis, or may I say Yanis and a Chris Middleton, excuse me. But, you, you know, oh, what like do the you have? brother, little brother. No, it's the the higher talent in the second. Okay, I'm just okay. trying to keep it real. It's, you went straight it, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep it 100 here, Cyrus. But 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 Cyrus, you see what I mean? And then when you look at the the Charlotte Hornets, who yeah. do they have? I mean, their superstar or their star is Lamelo Ball, the third year <laughs> if you look guard at it, who's still unproven. Third year guard, really. yes, who 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 actually. Uh, if you look at it, he's the second most experienced ball of his brothers. I, I, I think he <laughs> he is better than the first ball, who's Lonzo, better than his elder brother Jello. But still, uh, he has a ways to go before we start saying, "Okay, this guy well, can be in the same conversation as Steph, uh, Kyrie." But, but and, let's and let's, let's be honest, okay? We're, we're comparing him to other NBA players and not just his relatives. So yeah, he. Yeah. <laughs> He might be the best of the ball brothers, but you know he's he might not even be the best guard in Charlotte right now, if we're being totally honest. And I think that's the key thing here is that what we see from a developmental perspective is really important. Mm. So for them and this franchise, they need to get somebody like Victor Wembanyama in there, as long as Lamelo Ball can also understand that there has to be room for two star level talents, um, at least star potential level talents. You know because. Um, he's he's going to be able to run things from point guard, but he's got to need somebody to do all the other stuff too. And and let let me also add, they've got to get a new coach. I know that they've just brought Steve Clifford back in, but really he's not the guy. He's just no. not the guy. I'm, I'm, and I'm um, with you, and, Cyrus. Yeah, they need more. Okay, let's move to the Western Conference, but we'll do that. Let's take a short break first, and then we'll start talking a little bit about the Western Conference and the race to the bottom. 
Alrighty, Calendar. We're going to talk about the Western Conference teams who are racing their way towards the the um, lottery places. Let's be kind to them this time. And the Western Conference is really interesting because when you look at it, you're like, okay, the Houston Rockets, yeah, that's kind of expected. They've got a lot of young guys, pretty much the same as the uh, Detroit Pistons and, and uh, uh, the Orlando Magic. Um, there are a sprinkling of older players there, but you can see they're trying to build towards something. The San Antonio Spurs are pretty much the same. They've showed that they were going to, to, to be on this path when they got rid of a lot of their players, DeMar DeRozan last season, um, uh, to name a few. Um, and a few other of the, the younger guys are really just getting a lot of minutes, con- considering they got rid of, uh, or rather, they moved on, not got rid, moved on from Deontay Murray, uh, DeJounte Murray. So the third team, and this is something I wanted to ask you uh, when we were talking yeah. about this uh, before we started, is it's the Los Angeles Lakers. They're the third worst team in the Western Conference right now, behind the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, wow. Anyway, so this is the kind of stuff that you have to face, and it probably won't stay this way. You know, the Thunder will probably drop down and 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 stay in that 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 bottom three. But let's go through them team by team. Houston Rockets. Um, they've got a, a good young core, um, and and I think that they've got some really exciting talent there. Uh, do you think that they're a team who are just bad or are intentionally developing i think they're intentionally developing because there's been a a lot of change at that franchise and 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 i think they went through the james harden phase right where mm-hmm. james harden was the centerpiece they tried him with mellow they tried him with russ they tried him with chris paul it, it, it just didn't work right uh, yeah and, and and that's the kind of place where you had nene was there uh, uh um wow Gordon, nene Gordon, um, now that his surname goes, Eric sorry, Gordon, here. Eric, Eric Gordon, Gordon, Eric Gordon uh, uh, you know, three point champion, uh, w- 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 you know, plays yeah. for, for, for the Houston and he's, Rockets. And he's uh, still there, 33 years yeah. old, 15th year uh, in the league, and he's just there playing with these kids, shaking his head. Yeah, so, so Cyrus, it, it, it's the kind of team where they tried their best to build around uh, James Harden, and this is now the post. Harden era. Their the, yeah. the, the most attractive piece that they had, who was James Harden, left. And, and, and yeah, you, yeah. you know, now, now they can't really attract top uh, uh, talent there. I mean, they even had, uh, they tried the, the James Harden and Camelo Anthony combo, if you remember one time. Yeah, as you mentioned. Which yeah. also didn't work. And, and, and Cyrus, it's, 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 it's just one of those situations where these guys literally are rebuilding from scratch. They're, they're all, they definitely are. The, the old guys that they still have there, like Eric Gordon, are just there because they're there. And, oh, and, I, and I don't they're, think they're, they're placeholders. They're good salary they're tradable fillers. At the moment. Yeah, they're not really they're, tradable at the moment. Like, if there was a team that had a big need for a shooter like Eric Gordon, an experienced season shooter, and maybe they he be. might move. He, he'd probably move tomorrow. You know, that, that's just the situation there in Houston. The, uh, nice, energetic youngsters. I, I think I, I like the way they play. It's just that they don't yet have that winning formula. And, and yeah. uh, they, they, they have star quality there that creeps in here and there, but they don't mm. have superstar quality yet. So, not yet. You know, I'll let them develop. I'll let them grow. I won't overjudge them because I know exactly what's going on in Houston. I think they need a total, you know, changeover. Like, forget the old names. I mean, the, James Harden has oh, to go. Oh. Those into, old names are long gone. I mean, we're, we're like, what, you know, two seasons removed from James Harden? So the, the Harden yeah, era so, 
is is is, 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 is I don't, the dust is settling. You know, like they 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 are looking at the players that were part of those picks <laughs> with James Harden's yeah. contract. They, they 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 need a new hero now. We we need to either they can attract a big name there and build around that big name, or maybe see what happens with one of these youngsters if he comes up and starts looking like a De'Aaron Fox or or, or someone like that, and then they say okay. Oh. This is what we're going to do. Is he a Trey Young or a Luca? I don't think they have that kind of talent there at the moment, but I, I don't know what will happen with draft picks. Hey, maybe this is when Victor well, that's, that's, becomes that's interesting. the, you know, the, 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 the what, what would you call him? The, the centerpiece of the, the, the Houston Rockets. That's if they, they get the opportunity to draft that young man. But this is one of those franchises, Cyrus. We, we literally are starting from scratch here. But but you know what's crazy though because I hear what you're saying though mm-hmm. I don't know if I totally agree with it in the sense that look at the youngsters that they've drafted over the last couple of years they drafted Jalen Green with a number two pick he's obviously taken a little little bit of time to develop but he's starting to look like a good prospect this um, uh, off season coming into the season they brought in Jabari Smith Jr. the number three pick so they've yep. picked really high they've had these really interesting guys. Um, coming in and they've also got so the, those are the highest draft picks that they have and then they've got uh, Kevin Porter Jr who's part of their team who's also he's only 22 um but he's he's been playing quite well for them though somewhat volatile at times this is his fourth year in the NBA um not a high draft pick by any stretch of the imagination he went 30th in 2019 um but those two guys from a scoring perspective is who they're expecting to to really start to lift this team when they find their feet. Then when you start looking at some of these other guys like uh, Alperin Shengun, um, who they brought in uh, in the draft, he's only 20 years old. He's This is his mm-hmm. second season in the NBA. Um, and they used the 16th pick on him um, in 2021. Uh, one of our uh, uh, youngsters, we, we like to call him that, is Bruno Fernando um, from Angola. Uh, he's Straight there, up. 24 years old. Usman Garuba, he's also there, 20 years old, and he's he's a fantastic uh, young prospect. Also one of our youngsters via Spain. Um, another bit of a flyer from, from them. So I look at these guys and I think, okay, fine. Yes, you've got a number two pick in Jalen Green. You've got a number three pick in Jabari Smith Jr., who felt he should have been the number one pick. If they get Victor Wimbanyama, that adds the number one pick. Um, they could even get Scoot Henderson as the number two pick, depending on where they land or whoever else mm-hmm. puts their name um, up, uh, puts their name forward and their hand up in, in college as the college season is going. This is a young team. They are building for the future. They've they've released the past a while ago, even getting rid of their old their, their GM um, to to do what they've got to do right now. And I think this is definitely them trying because they've also got a a, a, a rook oh well i shouldn't say a rookie coach but a young coach in steven mm-hmm. silas who's also learning on the job and there's a lot that they need to iron out so you know they are definitely on that uh, wemba nyama steam train it's no longer but, just an electric train but you see cyrus i agree with what you said only 10 percent. because i'll tell you why you 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 mentioned kevin porter jr you mentioned jalen green right Nice mm-hmm. players, wing scorers, you know, they run that floor very decently. But in any team that's going to achieve anything, you need a leader. You need a centerpiece. You need a point. You need not, 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 not just a point guard, but you need a playmaker. You see, like what okay. uh, what DeMar DeRozan was to 
to to to to uh, Toronto, what uh, LeBron James has been to his teams, what Steph is to to the Golden State Warriors, what Dame is to Portland, what. We don't know whether it's Kyrie or Kevin Durant. We'll have that on another podcast. But but I get you. But you understand what I mean? They they need that piece. But remember, Steph developed into that. He he wasn't that when he came in. And so that's what the flyer is and taken on on Jalen Green in the sense that Uh their expectation is Jalen Green will become somebody of of that ilk. That's why they they drafted him as high as two. Um, And and Jabari Smith Jr., similar from uh, uh, a power forward slash uh, small forward perspective, they'll look at him Mm -hmm. and say, yeah, we think that you've got the the chops to to lead us to the promised promised land, and that's why they drafted him so high. So I think that's how they view them. I think they view them not just as guys we drafted, but as guys who should be cornerstones of this team going forward. All right. Now, look, Cyrus. Like, like I'm just saying, I I think the guy they 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 need uh, to do what I to to be the playmaker for them uh, for, for me needs to come already packaged especially when you're talking about a, a franchise that's just full of uh oh lord I, I hate saying off the shelf brand players you, you, you know what I mean like nothing tailor made <laughs> he says oh, okay so my word <laughs> but 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 you know you, you know Cyrus I, and I'm trying to be as respectful I, I, I as I can you, because I get you I can't I get do you, but, anything that these kids can do but I'm an analyst but, right but so I'll remember. analyze but, but but there is very little difference between them the Orlando Magic or the Detroit Pistons they are all True. hoping that the youngsters that they have on their roster will take them to the next level and I think it's the same thing with a team like the San Antonio Spurs because you know they're obviously uh, sort of second to last in in the Western Conference. Mm. Um, as mm-hmm. we record this. And when you look at them, you're talking about off-brand guys. I mean, they, they're they a team full of off-brand guys here. Um, uh, let's look at the older players on their roster because these are guys whose contracts could be tradable for draft picks or, or anything of the likes. And we're looking at Gogi Jang, one of our favorite African brothers. Um, so he's I played the other day, Gogi looking loose. Gogi looking yeah, just loose. just good to see him back on court. Doug McDermott, he's there. He's 30. Uh, you've yep. got Josh Richardson. He's there at 29. And then a, a drop-off to um, um, uh, Keita Bates-Diop, who's 26. And then the others are sort of, you know, below and, and quite young. We have Keldon Johnson on this roster. He's an Olympic champion because uh, Coach Popovich took him to the um, to, to, to the Olympics in Japan. Um, but he's not necessarily a superstar. He's, he's, a, he's a good player. Um, he's sort of combo guard forward at 6'5", um, uh-huh. and still trying to f- figure out who he is. They've got Jeremy Sohan, um, who was was at the Baylor Bulldogs. Uh, he's British uh, and a fantastic talent. And they picked him with the ninth pick uh, in, in the draft last season. And he's got that colorful hair like Dennis Rodman. So, you know, he, you he's know channeling that. his inner inner Rodman um, in, in San Antonio. You got in to. San Antonio. You got to. And, so, and Rodman did play for the Spurs, so, you know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and they've even got Jakub Pudl, who's 27, um, who I'd left yeah, out, who's also Jakub. another player who could also be a bit of a draft piece. So when you look at a team like the Spurs and how well-coached they are and how well-run the organization has generally been, they've had a mm-hmm. lot of off-the-court issues recently. Uh, we won't go into those. Jeez, those are some intense stories. But um, they're a team who need a Victor Wembanyama. 
I think the others can sort of say, look, we had a number two pick and a number three pick or a number one pick and a number four pick. And we've got mm-hmm. these guys on our teams. Like Lomelo, he was he was quite high up. Um, and and he's been at the Charlotte Hornets for a while. Paolo Banquero, number one pick now. The, the Spurs don't have anybody in the, that category in this no. lineup. So they need the likes of Victor. They need the likes of Scoot in order to start building a next generation because they've done it before when they drafted in Tim Duncan. Could Victor Wembanyama be the new Tim Duncan? Maybe, Cyrus, maybe. Because uh, 2015 Africa game coach, Coach Popovich, like that's the best thing he's ever done in his life, uh, <laughs> did mention at the beginning of this season that they are not looking for... Uh, any super outcomes this season. Obviously, he definitely, I mean, basically admitted that, you know, we're in a rebuilding stage and we don't expect to perform any miracles this season. Don't put any money on us to win the championship, I think was his direct quote. Not even, not even, not even like any, uh, like, divisional titles. He was just like, (laughs) yo, we're here to play. (laughs) <laughs> we're here to play now just let gonna, us play you're okay? gonna learn today <laughs> yeah don't don't expect any divisional conference titles we're just here to play run the mm. hardwood and see what we can do next season but this season yeah we 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 are that 30th team you know and and <laughs> and, and, and look it, it happens from time to time this is a multi-champion i mean uh, coach pop got what five rings yeah. So, you know, he's got every I think, ring I think that uh, as the Spurs have had in, in, in recent years. So, you know, uh, he, he knows w- when he's got a strong team and when he doesn't. And I think even us on the outside looking in, we can tell. But, you know, it's just one of those seasons, just like the the the, the, the Houston Rockets, the San Antonio Spurs, Cyrus, the, 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 the 29th and 30th team in the league. I mean, trust me on that. If, if not the 27th or 28th, you know, judging by what happens in the East with the Magic and, and and the Detroit Pistons, yeah. Well, right now I think they're like twenty um, sixth in the league. Um, no, I'm talking about when it comes to the end of the regular season. I mean, like, but but, place, but the thing is, if you look at there. the if, if you look at the lottery odds, they'd still stand as good a chance as anybody to get that number one pick. And I think yep. that if there's a franchise that needs that kind of guy, or really needs to have somebody who is in that top three. It's the Spurs, mm-hmm. and they have showed a track record of developing guys at a really high rate. So I really think that they're going to be a team that we have to look out for in this race to the bottom. Um, and I mean, when I look at the guys who make up this roster, there really isn't much to write home about. You know, Devin Vassell, he's 22. He's not really doing much. And and I don't know what his, his next jump will be because we're not seeing major statistical leaps from any of the guys on that Spurs team. Yes, they've got players like Zach Collins who can play um, and can also potentially get into fights with, um, with uh, LeBron James and Russell Westbrook for injuring guys. But he's, he's, he's not a terrible player. Uh, it's just that he's not a star, star talent. And so the Spurs will more than likely move on from players like him. I mean, Devin Vassell is averaging like 20 points per game, same as Keldon Johnson. And then it's a mm-hmm. stark drop-off to 12 points per game for, at Yucca Portal. So, you know, they, they really do need star talent. Speaking of star talent, Counter, tell me about your Lakers. Uh, tell me about Lakers, your Lakers. Uh... 
They 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 just uh I, I think the way they started off the season was a good indicator of what the season's gonna be like for the Lakers. It was so disjointed. It was so here, there, and everywhere. I mean, they're sorting out some of their issues. I mean, look, the, 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 we, we had the Russell stage where it was like, is Russell getting traded? Does Russell belong here? Does Russell need to go? Then Davin Ham stepped uh-huh. in. Russell Westbrook, up, in, of course. Put, 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 put him, did I say Russell Westbrook? No, no, you just said Russell, but I was just making sure everyone knew Russell meant Russell Westbrook. There's D'Angelo Russell, but you know, anyway, he's not he's not the one. He had his time with the Lakers Lakers. and he's gone. He he had he had he caused issues at the Lakers, but he left. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Nick Young. Um, Look, uh, (laughs) why do you get me started, Cyrus? I'm trying to stay Uh, on track here. That's on you. Okay, yes, Russell, Russell Westbrook, yes. So, Russell Westbrook, second unit, looks like he's rejuvenated, smiling as he plays, doing his thing. Uh, Anthony Davis, I always, I'm always praying when he's on the floor, Cyrus, that he doesn't get an injury. You know how, you know, but you never know. He's been so good. He's been he's so, been so good. Fantastic. He's been solid. He's been blocking. He's been scoring. He's been even assisting. Cyrus, I, I, I like how AD's looking and, you know, him, like I always look at him as he's the guy to take uh, the Lakers to the next level once LeBron leaves. And I think, yeah, uh, rightfully so. But uh, LeBron, of course, is not getting any younger, but still putting up those numbers. He wants that number one scoring title at the end of the season. And you can tell. Uh, the way he scored last night uh, from, you know, we'll say last night or the most recent game before we recorded and the mm-hmm. game before that. Uh, looking uh, very good. But at the same time, uh, some of the late game executions that's going on at the Lakers, are ju- it's just questionable. And I'm just like, what is going on? I mean, even when they start off, I mean, how do you play a game? You go into the fourth quarter with a 15-point lead and lose by a point on a buzzer beater due to a defensive error. Like I'm like, oh, my word. Come on, uh, Amongst Lakers. other things. your game. That was your game to take, you know, and 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 just uh, I I think to, to say they're still finding themselves or still gelling after how many games, Cyrus? Twenty games in? Are you still yeah, trying to gel? This is an eighty-two it, it, game it, series. It, it takes so a while. Twenty is twenty-five percent of the season has already been played, Cyrus. If you're looking at yeah, roughly, look, right? If it's an 82-game season. Yeah. So that's already 25%. So by 25%, you should be getting your chemistry somehow right. Because I, I by the think time- it's still a bit tough because obviously there's been a lot of injuries. And you're seeing guys like Troy Brown Jr. getting pretty big minutes counter. So I, that's why I say I don't know about whether or not the... 20 games is enough to see where the chemistry is. Yes, you know okay. where your teammates should be. Your defensive rotations uh-huh. should should work. But we're looking at guys like Troy Brown Jr. averaging 26 minutes a game. Um, Thomas Bryant, 14 minutes. Kendrick Nunn, 13 minutes. Wenyan Gabriel, 13 minutes. That's a lot of minutes for guys who are supposedly rotational players, right? Um, and and so there's this question then of what is the 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 path forward for the Lakers? Because obviously it's very top heavy for them. If it's not AD and it's not LeBron, and in some cases not Russell Westbrook, they're really getting very little production to get the team to wins outside of those guys. Um, yes, uh, Austin Reeves has been fantastic for for the Lakers, um, but he's also 
a bit part player in this story, if we're being totally honest. I mean, uh, Lonnie Walker is another one where he's come from San Antonio, who obviously we talked about uh, getting into the tankathon. Um, but he's not going to be that star talent that will lead this team to glory. So it's really tough to see because it's also not one of those situations where the Lakers can say, yes, we're racing to the bottom because they've got no pick. But Kaunda, let's be honest here. The Lakers aren't necessarily a team that are trying to be one of the worst teams in the league. They don't have their own pick. And they're going to try and work things out. So the likelihood is that spot will probably fall to the Oklahoma City Thunder, who will be the team who could probably utilize a, a high draft pick a little bit better. Yeah, Cyrus, I kind of think uh, I expect the Lakers to finish in one of the you know playing spots. I don't think they're they're really trying to to be really bad because I mean they, they've got three stars on that team and I think they they just need to work stuff out and put the um, better pieces and they don't around. have their own pick. Yeah, so they just need to make some intelligent trade decisions and all that kind of stuff that comes with good management, right? And and yeah, if it's staying the way they are, something they've been failing to do. <laughs> yeah, but there's a time for change for everybody, Cyrus. I, I, I think they, they, they're really going to be tested this season because last season they, they had all those, you know, senior players, if you may call them, at the franchise. And, you know, they, they, their legs got the better of them. Now they, they got a whole slew of youngster-ish kind of people. I mean, I, as we record this, I got a notification that they might be waving Matt Ryan, who was coming off the bench mm-hmm. pretty nicely. And uh, I don't know, sometimes I don't understand the decisions. I was like, isn't that guy like a backup shooter that was doing some nice things? But no, uh, clearly uh, Matt Ryan is not that guy. And this is the thing, is that you look around that roster and you think, hmm, maybe that guy's not that guy. Uh, Kaunda, we're going to have to come to the end of the podcast now. But before we do end, i got to give you the, the news that you've been waiting a whole week for. And that is Talk the to games me. to watch. Games to watch. Last week, we had our games to watch to see who could uh, come up with the best results. And guess what? Counter Chama, a score of four to one. You got four results right to my one. You won the games to watch championship. So uh, kudos to you. Back to back. That, that's what I yeah. do. <laughs> it is true. I'm built like it this. It is true. Well, uh, that's where we're going to have to leave it. I know I'm super disappointed, but you're super happy. Uh, let's yep. give everybody our social media handles. It's at Post Up Podcast on Twitter, at Post Up Zone on Instagram, at Post Up Zone on Facebook for all things NBA from an African perspective. We also want to thank our partners, Supersport.com, for all of their work with us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. From me, Cyrus Rogers. And from me, Kaunda Chama. It is goodbye, and we will see you courtside. <laughs>